This is a niche radio podcast. Subscribe to this podcast on iTunes or log into www.nicheradio.co.za. Welcome to the coolest podcast ever with Billy. Welcome back, world, and welcome to the coolest podcast ever. As the intro said, <laughs> I'm happy to be back again with episode three of the Motivational Mondays. I'm feeling good today. I'm feeling well mentally and emotionally. I'm in a great space. So I'm in the perfect mood to record this actually. With this episode, I'm going to be talking about police brutality and I'm going to be talking about Oprah Winfrey. I did my research on Oprah and she's quite an interesting person. So let's get straight into it. Okay, so the reason why I'm talking about police brutality is because I'm starting to see that that is the actual problem and pandemic that we're fighting. Recently, a friend of mine, Snota Wetlamini, was shot and killed by her partner who was a police officer at the Hillbrook Police Station. A very, very sad occurrence that is, you know. And to make matters worse, the the murderer turned the gun on himself and he killed himself. And they left behind two children, like babies. I think the one is three years old or something. And the one is just a few months, not even a year. So it's very, very sad because this is a result of police brutality. I believe the whole George Floyd thing and why Black Lives Matter blew up was a result of police brutality. Nathaniel Julius being killed, another result of police brutality. And I'm starting to see that police brutality is actually creating a a racial divide amongst us, the people who are trying to fight for the justice of those who have gone. I say that because of how with Nathaniel Julius, we had the whole Colored Lives Matter. For me, it wasn't wasn't because I don't support Colored Lives or I, I feel like Colored Lives are less than. No, it wasn't because of that. For me, it was the fact that people were making it about race and the whole black lives matter movement is based on us trying to fight racism you know like systematic oppression and all of that so for me it's like why don't colored people feel included into black lives matter you know and that that's the social and racial divide that police brutality is actually bringing upon because we're all fighting for the same thing, regardless of what race you are. I saw a, a, a clip recently on social media of a policeman. This is in America. A policeman has a gun drawn on a white man who's in a vehicle with his wife and kids. And I don't care that this is a white man. I care the fact that this man is innocent, there are kids, and there's a woman there. There is no threat at all. Why is this police officers gun drawn police brutality is an actual thing regardless of your race obviously you might argue that black people are a target and the form of 
police brutality is a lot more brutal or fatal towards black people. You could argue that in that case, if it was a black man in that situation, he was probably going to get shot or whatever. That's an argument that's valid, but it doesn't take away from the fact that that is police brutality. And I saw another clip of Night Project on Facebook. He spoke about these two guys from India, Father and the Son, who were also killed by police and when i watched that clip it actually dawned upon me that police brutality is the actual pandemic that we're trying to fight because you gotta understand police are the people who are supposed to be protecting and serving us and if police are killing innocent people and they get away with it or not much is done about it because they police and they're inside the system it's like are they actually serving us are they actually protecting us you know so for me it's a matter of us realizing the fact that we need to fight police brutality we need to expose police brutality we cannot make this about race we cannot make this about who's being targeted or whatever but the fact of the matter is all of us society as a whole are fighting against police brutality it doesn't matter whether you're black white indian colored chinese doesn't matter what you are like there's some problems that transcend race gender age you know some problems all of us go through them together and we need to realize that we're fighting for a common cause we need to realize that we're in it together of course maybe the hashtag is black lives matter but that doesn't exclude everybody else the only reason why it is black lives matter is because black people are literally targeted you know like literally black people are oppressed low-key so is every other race well maybe you could also argue that colored people are being marginalized and colored people aren't recognized that's that's for me that's even a reason for you to support black lives matter even more because yes it might not say colored lives matter specifically towards your race but at the end of the day we're fighting for all of us because i feel like if black lives matter becomes a thing that pops off and everybody's fighting for that one common cause we're gonna all reap the rewards of it coming back to police brutality and rounding up this section of the podcast i feel like we need to pass laws someone out there or we as a society have to pass laws that hold police accountable if any police officer shoots an unarmed civilian regardless of their age race or their gender if you kill an unarmed civilian you should be charged with life in jail regardless especially nowadays in the age of technology where you blatantly see these officers shoot these people and they get away with it even if there's a recording an investigation still has to occur what are you investigating when there is footage of this police officer shooting this man who's unarmed you know like there is no excuse for that and i feel like even just a police officer drawing his gun at a civilian who's innocent who's where there is no threat where there is no danger it's a different situation maybe if there's a robbery occurring or maybe if there were gunshots that were fired before or something if there is some sort of danger then yes of course you can have your gun drawn but if this person is 
like a child for example Nathaniel Julius a child who's just in the streets with his friends why are you drawing your gun at that child like what's the threat there is no threat I can't believe the fact that I have to explain this like who is training police officers isn't this part of a course isn't this part of like basic knowledge like I hate the fact that the truth is so obvious but people act blind to it that is so annoying and it's really really frustrating because I feel like Snotawa's life should have never been lost Nathaniel Julius's life should never been lost any life that's innocent that was lost to police brutality should have never been lost especially because there were innocent people who were probably just going about their day you know who were just at the wrong place at the wrong time maybe this police officer was in a bad mood maybe whatever the case might have been but this was an innocent person and that's what hurts me the most about police brutality the fact that innocent people are falling victim to a corrupt system and that's what that kills me we shouldn't be losing innocent lives like this life is very very precious life is very very important and i cherish life i cherish life regardless of race color creed language background whatever like life is important and why can't the people that are up there the higher ups why can't they see how important life is what's more important than life you know i don't get it with that said i'm gonna round up this section and i'm gonna move on to the next session where i speak about um oprah winfrey i chose to speak about oprah winfrey on this motivational monday because i see the parallels between oprah's life and my life oprah had her own tv show that was very very successful doing this research i was trying to find out how did oprah get started with her tv show because oprah is a very powerful person like uh when i was younger i don't know um if she's still the world's richest woman but when I was like still in high school primary days she was still the richest woman in the world so that's how I know Oprah and for me it was like how is this the richest woman in the world when all she does is have a TV show you know because that's how I know Oprah from being on TV I used to watch a show every now and then when I was a kid it was an interesting show and I liked it and that's how I knew Oprah but I couldn't just fathom the fact that she was such a rich woman because in my mind i was still under the impression that you gotta really work hard for your money like you gotta be like out there not not to say that she didn't work hard or she doesn't work hard but like my perception of working hard for your money was not sitting on tv and having interviews and you could make money from that you know i think just because of how i was raised and the people that i was brought up by you know so that's what inspired my research into oprah and like when i started doing my research on oprah i immediately realized another common factor oprah and i have and that's like issues with our parents maybe we all have issues with our parents but like some people have parents that are like amazing and they have bonds with their parents but some of us don't really have that and from my research i discovered that oprah had a weird or maybe um i'm looking for a specific word uh estranged that's the word that's a big word a strange relationship <laughs> with a mom and for me that really really cut deep because both my parents i feel like i have weird relationships with uh i watched oprah was a prisoner of her past and that's where like she really spoke 
about uh, her relationship with her mom and how she made things right with her mom before her mom died. But what I took from that was when Bishop T.D. Jakes was speaking and he was speaking about pint people and 10-gallon people and he was saying how sometimes you as a 10-gallon person are born into a pint family. So even though people are giving you their best, it's only a pint and you're a 10-gallon person and just to give some context in case you don't understand what a pint and a gallon is a pint is like a liter and a gallon is like a 20 liter i think in in our in context at least well in in relative context because some of us understand liters and not pints and gallons but it's just a matter of size you know a pint is a lot smaller to a gallon and that's what i took from that and it was kind of weird because even though i was watching it because of Oprah, I took something from Bishop T.D. Jakes. And in that clip, you actually see Oprah crying. She's like wiping tears away from her eyes because the message is so powerful and it's, and it's so deep. The next thing that I watched was Business Basics and it's titled The Speech That Changed the World. I felt like I should resource this because of how powerful this speech is. She speaks about how obviously she started the show and she got to number one and how when she decided to quit the show people were mocking her and making fun of her and saying that she's not at the top anymore and all of that and how she brought herself out of that hole and now she's kind of like giving inspiration to the rest of the world that speech was really powerful and it really inspired me a lot like i felt like whenever i feel down i can always go back to that speech and obviously i'm gonna have it resourced so you can go watch it for yourself the next thing that i watched that was really really interesting it's uh, oprah's visionary 2020 um and i really fell in love with it and the concept behind it i watched two i feel like i'm gonna watch a lot because i saw one with lady gaga and i haven't seen lady gaga in mainstream for a long time so i'm really really interested in seeing that but what i did watch which i'm gonna resource is um i watched the rock and i watched michelle obama the rock i was interested in because the rock has always been a character i know the rock from wwe when i was a kid i know the rock from watching movies like fast and furious and all of that so the rock is someone who's very popular but i always see him in character i feel like i don't get enough of the rock out of character i've only watched a few motivational clips of him out of character where he speaks about his life so that's why i was really interested in seeing oprah interview him and also I was interested in watching Oprah interview because with this podcast, I'm going to have to start doing Saturdays with, and with that segment of the podcast, I'm going to have to interview people. So what I was watching was The Rock out of character, but I was also watching how Oprah was interacting with him and how she was conducting the interview, you know, so that was what I was watching out for. And those are the things that I'm kind of like learning because I feel like oprah has this presence that like she draws people out of their shell because she's this person and i wish i could acquire that skill for when i start doing interviews and then i also watched michelle obama michelle obama is really yo she has such a nice vibe her energy i was interested in michelle obama because again i feel like i know michelle obama's character as barack obama's wife or the first black first lady of the usa you know i know her like that but i don't know what's her actual story so i felt like watching her interview with oprah would show me a different side of her which it did you know she told stories about herself 
about her marriage to Barack, obviously, and she told stories about her family, her family, I mean, her daughters moving out of the house and going to college and all of that. Like, you, I could actually see, oh, she's a person, you know, she's a mom. You know, I could see, like, the things she cares about and all of that. So it was very nice to actually get to see Michelle Obama in that light. And I feel like one day I will profile her on a motivational Monday because she is a very very phenomenal woman she wrote a book called becoming which did really good things which I learned from watching that interview I'd like to read the book eventually and then I also did the um, Evan Carmichael 10 rules I'm not gonna go through the whole 10 rules because I've already said a lot about Oprah Winfrey but there was a lot that I could relate to from uh, Evan Carmichael's 10 rules with Oprah and I'm gonna resource that as well so you guys can go watch it for yourselves the few rules that I really liked that Oprah highlighted from the 10 I'll just highlight them for for you guys was um set boundaries like she spoke about how when she had money and everybody knew she was rich people would just come to her asking her you know and she didn't know how to say no she had the disease to please so she would say yes and she, she even told the story of how even strangers would come to her and ask and she would just help because she wanted to please. But then at some point she realized that she, she couldn't please everybody and she had to start saying no, you know. So in life, you have to set your boundaries and you have to know when to say no. You need to know and you need to realize that you can say no and you shouldn't feel bad for saying no. And also, you shouldn't feel bad if someone says no to you. You shouldn't take it personally if someone says no to you and if you do take it personally that's not a good thing because those are signs of an abuser those are signs of a, a manipulator because if someone does say no to you you should just realize that you have the power to say no to them or to someone else so it's not a personal thing it's just a matter of preference maybe you didn't convince them enough maybe they're just not interested maybe they're just having a bad day you know but don't take no personally because that person has boundaries and they've set those boundaries and the next thing that i really liked was create the life you want that's what i'm working on right now in my life like i actually recently learned the fact that you create your own life all throughout my life i always thought that there was some third party out there that like dictates my life and how the events of my life pan out but ever since I discovered the fact that I create my own life, I actually realized I do create my own life and I've been working towards honing that power and making the most of it. The other thing that I really liked was she said, turn your wounds into wisdom. And I feel like in this life, you are going to get wounded. You are going to get scarred. You're going to get hurt. People are going to do you wrong, but you shouldn't be a victim. You shouldn't have a negative outlook. Rather turn your downfalls into reasons why you bounce back up you know turn your wounds into wisdom there's always a positive there's always something to take away from the better situation you know there's always that little bit of light in the dark with that i'm gonna round up the motivational monday for this week this has been the coolest podcast ever my name is billy you can find me on social media twitter and instagram specifically at renowned billy that's where I'm most active. Send me a DM. Follow me. I follow back. Enjoy the rest of your week. I love you. I thank you for listening to me. Look out for the DMC Wednesdays with the squad. 
Saturday's worth are coming up. There's just a few technical things that I'm working on, but they're coming, they're coming, they're coming. I love y'all. Bye. <laughs> For more, visit www.nicheradio.co.za.